You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Yep, you know what it is, your boy DJ Infamous. Talk to me now. Smoke with me. And I'm here with my co-host, my brother, my light-skinned brother. Wolf of Weed Street, man, in Cali, man. And you know I'm loving it. I'm back home, baby. I'm glad we out here in Cali because you didn't give me the Billy D intro. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, it's the Wolf of Weed Street. You Come know, on, man. Uh... <laughs> you know they gave me the radio voice. No, I already know. You here now, baby. What's up? Hey, man, I'm loving it, man. Loving the palm trees. You know what I mean? Loving the, uh, the quality of our guests that we're having on the Most show, definitely. man. Most definitely. Why don't you go ahead and introduce who we got today? I would definitely. I appreciate that. Thank you for letting me introduce this, yeah, brother, you man. Yeah, bro. I'm always doing the introduction. Yeah, I, you know, we, I appreciate hey, man, that. We on, your, we on your coast now, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we definitely here. We on my coast, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's your partner, man. The, Just fuck my intro up, bro. <laughs> we about to be fighting, oh, man. man. We got to start getting... Man, that was good, guys. Good practice. I just, I just asked you to check, oh, good, man. Right? I just asked you to check. <laughs> you said we rocking, man. We rocking. Now I'm going to hit you with the Billy D since he had to redo yeah. it. I'm going to give you Billy <laughs> D. The with the Billy D. You fuck with the hookah pins, bro? Fuck with hookah? Mm, a little bit. That was a hookah? Got any, any, I, uh, female I, I don't fuck with, with I don't fuck with the hookah pants, but nice. I, those are nice. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. There's something about the whole hookah holding the stick and all that bush. I can't. I can't. I can't fuck with it. Yeah, I ain't fucking with it. Fuck with it. That should make you dizzy. I'm like, whoa. But angle front his is good. Just, just though, give him the. You know, whoever you know that hookahs, try yeah. them out, man. All right. They 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 nice. They going crazy right now. When he brought them on the show last time, I was kind of tight with him. You gonna bring this hookah shit, but I get it. We made it cool. We man. made it cool. We had Big Walk Dog on Gucci's new artist. Oh yeah, and he was fucking with. He was yeah. like, oh yeah, man, I'm fucking with this. <laughs> promo, shit, promo. We good? Yeah. All right, we're gonna. Sure. I'm gonna count it down from sure. three, four, two, one, and then we gonna we gonna go. Um, Andrew. Redo it again, yeah. All right, three, two, one. What up, it's your boy DJ Infamous? Talk to me now. Smoke with me on this edition of Smoke With Me Podcast. I'm your dog, DJ Infamous, with my light-skinned partner. Back at it, man. We in Cali, man. I'm loving it, man. It's the real Wolf of Weed Street, man. Smoke With Me Podcast. The real wolf because we on your coast. We are, Yes, you're on my coast. Yeah, man. so you know what I'm saying? We in your territory now. Yeah, I can roll the red carpet out for you. That's what you're doing? I, uh, I mean, shit. I, I, you, you flew I, in. I had you rolled up, ready to go. No, you're right because in Atlanta, you I be having these little baby joints, and out here I got these baseball yeah. bats. And, and we just getting started. But, bro, we, but as I can see, yours is still. We just getting started. Your mind's paused. Just getting started. Hey yo, it's gonna be a lot of that. We're just getting started. <laughs> yo, Al, don't 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 be alarmed, bro. I'm, I'm exempt from that pause game. You know, I, you, when you do it so much, sometimes you just yeah it get crazy. I, yeah, it get crazy. So <laughs> go ahead, how's Without no further ado, introduce man. Introduce our special guest, I would, baby. I would love to introduce. It's my pleasure to introduce our special guest, man. I'm hyped. This brother's had an incredible career in the NBA. You know, he's he's taken his uh, his um, intelligence and swagger in the NBA and, and and turned it into a top cannabis brand. Not only does he have a top cannabis brand, he also has other projects going on that we'll talk about. And he's really active in the community and social equity and cannabis. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce our special guest on the Smoke With Me podcast, Al Harrington from Viola. Al Harrington, what up, baby? You, what's good, fellas? Let me ask you, man. How, how are you? How I, am I? I watch a lot of I watch a lot of your interviews, getting ready for this podcast, <laughs> and ain't nobody really asked how you are doing. You know what I'm saying? How are you I mean, as a person? How, how are many you? hours we got to talk? 
Man, we here, baby. We here. I'm you good. I'm good, bro. I'm put you on bless, a Dr. Phil session, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I get a couch. But uh, right now, I'm good, man. I'm good around brothers, you know what I'm saying, that's right. doing something major. You right. know what I'm saying? Changing the game, just doing what we do, right. who we are. Right. You know what I'm saying? Making something out of nothing. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, I'm just happy that you guys made me a part of this, man. I appreciate, appreciate it, Shout out to both of y'all, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah. Appreciate that. You, you were definitely one of the guests when we thought about, you know, who we wanted to have on. Like, we had a little list, and you were definitely at the top of the list, man. You know, right. I, I, I really appreciate what you're doing for the community, for the cannabis community, and for our people, too. Just showing everybody what's possible and, you know, um, having a strategy when you get into the game. That's what it's all about, bro. Like, you know, when you see something, then it becomes attainable. Right. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so that's what I try to do is just try to be a good role model, be a good, you know, figurehead of just, like, the people can see, like, Anything is possible, right. you know what I'm saying? And I mean, even us being on this podcast right now just proves that, right? We, we ever thought that we'd ever sit here and talk this freely about weed is crazy, right? Exactly. It's, it's crazy, bro. Like, I mean, but to touch on what you just said, something that people can see and follow, bro, like, it's like you, it's like this is just like your second time doing it to me. Like, the first you did it in the NBA, one, you went out of high school. Right. Like, for, like, like let's let's think about that, like, for an 18 year old, or he's 18 or 17? No, 18. 18 year old to go from high school, you live with your parents, you, you know, you got to go to school every day doing this, and then you jump into adulthood. Right. Some people can't even, don't even leave their parents' crib till they're 25, right. let alone 18 <laughs> years old, and then traveling with <clears throat> other grown people, grown men that has been, the veterans been in the game, right. and here comes a kid, you're getting this money. You're traveling to different cities. You know, I'm pretty sure you've traveled, of course, in high school through, you know, different camps and programs. But this time, you're it's, it's, it's totally different. So, different. like, I want to know personally, like, how was that transition? It's a two-part question. How was that transition? First of what made you decide to go from high school to the NBA? And then how was that transition when you did it? Well, what made me make the decision, I ain't going to lie, I was a little naive. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And meaning, like, I didn't have hoop dreams growing up. Right, like I like watching Michael Jordan and all that, but I actually was like a chubby kid, mm -hmm. um, you know, uncoordinated, never got picked to play any sport. Like, the only thing I was good at was like kickball. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big ass feet. Like, <laughs> he got the biggest feet. Let him kick. Right, he got so like, sixteen. Right, that's all I could do. You know what I'm saying? And you know, as I got older, you know, what I'm saying I had a growth spurt. Mm -hmm. Obviously, going into high school, and I moved. I always say that was the key thing is, like, I had the growth spurt, and then I moved to a new town. So right. it was a new owl. Right. right? So what was see, the growth spurt? What you... I went from 5'10 to 6'4". Damn. One summer. Word. No bullshit. Boy, them knees must have been oh, killing. Yeah. Oh, I had that Osgood sliders, yeah. boy. I, I couldn't walk all summer. It was the I worst believe. summer physically. I couldn't move around, but... I moved to a new town. Long mm -hmm. story short, I played you, football. You went from a guard to a, a, a three. <laughs> you went from a guard to I a went three. from a nothing. I wasn't even hooping, <laughs> bro. Even hooping. I wasn't Shit. even hooping, dog. You know what I'm saying? So I get to this school, yeah. and everybody's like, Shit, he's 6'4". He got to play ball. You, gotta you, on a, you on the basketball team. They put me on the team as a freshman. Freshman team, I was the worst player on the team. Mm -hmm. But long story short, ended up playing in this little tournament. This coaches see me. They see it. Now I'm like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six now. Right, you, you know what I'm saying? Wrong, right. And they like, yo, who's this big young kid? We could work with him. Right. And I ended up going to St. Patrick's High School. Nice. One of the best high schools in the country during that time. And, you know, worked my way from an unknown sophomore, let's just say. Let's say when that's when Pazzaball started for me to ended up being a number one player in the country. In three years. In three years and going pro. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> yo. <laughs> shit happened fast. Three boy. years. But that, that means you was on your shit, though. 
man, I was, man, listen. Like, once them, you figured it out, like. No, but I lived in the gym. You lived and never left. That's where the money was at. Mm -hmm. All the money was right there. You know what I'm saying? Anything that you're trying to be good at, your craft, the more you work at it, the more it's going to pay. You know what I'm saying? It right. pays out, you know? And I just lived in the gym, you know, ended up being that dude. You know what I'm saying? And then to your point, you know, at first I had to convince my mother to sign the paperwork so that I could go pro. Hold on. Stop right there. Stop right there. What made you say, or what was, what oh, that's game, right, that's right. what was it that was like, man, I'm going to the league, fuck this. All right, so, right? Like, damn, I got so that? many hoop stories. Like, what was the so one? So literally, like, okay, so when I first believed in myself, not believed in myself, I just said, you know what, I can be as good as is when I seen Shane Battier play. Mm. Right? And, like, I don't know, it's just, he's just the guy that sticks out to me. Like, I was seen just him. like an AAU camp or something? AAU, we, okay. in, we was in, uh, at the University of Maryland. Okay. And Shane Battier was with top. He player in Shane Michigan. Yeah. Listen, I'm from Lansing, Michigan originally. Okay. Right. Bro, Shane Battier was the guy. <laughs> so watching him, he was basic. Right. Right. He wasn't like he, flashy, he didn't nothing. have nothing flashy. He wasn't dunking, but he was just like cold. But he was so like fundamental. fundamental. fundamentals. Yeah. Huh? Big fundamentals. So at that time, for me, still, I wasn't mad athletic either. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I could, I had good fundamentals. You know what I'm saying? So seeing him being one of the top players in the country at the, like with what he had mm -hmm. made me gave me the first belief in myself that I'm like, damn, I could be that good, bro. Right. Like that nigga, like, I could get there. Right, right, you right. You understand what I'm saying? And after that, it just it kind of you know it just grew from there. You know what I'm saying? And I just said to myself, so the game, my coming out game was against Lamar Odom. Okay. So I just made him laugh about this all the time. Uh -huh. Like my junior year. Uh, he was at MCI Main Central Institute or something. It was called like that. And he was the guy. Right. Like, Hello. Right. And we playing this tournament, and I got the best of him. I bust his ass. You took him down. I bust his <laughs> ass. And that was like my coming out party. Right. After that happened, it was just it like. It was on. I was just like Al Harrington. Yeah. The hooper now. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I had just said to my AAU coach, who was the guy that was doing most of the training with me, him and my high school coach, Kevin Boyle. Mm -hmm. But I just said to them, I was like, look, if I could work my way from being unknown to the number one player in the country, like, I got to go pro. Got to go. Like, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> got to go. So that's honestly, bro, that's why I say naive. Yeah. There was no real rhyme or reason to, like, my decision besides just, like, on some young kid shit. Like, if I go from nobody knowing me right. to the dude, I'm going. You got to go. I'm so ready. That's how I decided, how bro. Decided. I, I let the work do the talking. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And one, right. I was like, look, if you be number one, it wasn't number two. Right. Number three, I had to be the number one player in the class. Yeah. That I could go. And I, shit, I made that shit happen. And then the you next thing was convincing Ma Dukes to sign the paper. So she hating. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Ma, you know you go to work every day. Like, you, I do this. You ain't got to go to work no right. more. Like, it's over. Right. Like, you bugging. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she said what you like what you were saying earlier. She was like, damn, you really about to go from <coughs> a young kid mm -hmm. to the pros dealing with perfect, like grown men grown all men, day. groupies. She's saying to me, too, she like, nigga, you 18, you can't even go out. Yeah. You ain't going to be able <laughs> to enjoy it. Right, nigga, right. you got to be 21. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you may as well go to college and have fun. And I was just like, Mom, nah, this is what I want to do. I'm like, Mom, I'm going to be a first-round pick. I'm right. like, I'm going to school to go to the NBA anyway, mm -hmm. so what, why not let me go now? Fact. So she looked out the window. She turned to me with a little crocodile tear. She fake cried on me, and mm -hmm. then she's like, all right, I got you. And uh, now You was you know, happy as shit, man, boy. I, bro, I was so happy. Who was I the first team wait. you signed with? Uh, the Pacers. Uh, picked oh, the Pacers, yeah. Number 25. Okay. Yep. And this and is 90. 98. Hold on, Reggie's still there? Reggie's still there, yeah. I played with Reggie seven D Rose years. still there? D Rose, that's the, that's the finals team. 
Travis Ooh, Best. Travis Best. That's the finals Sam team. Perkins, Rick Yo. Smith, Dale Davis. I know that was an experience. Chris like Mullen, a motherfucker. Derek and you the rookie. Ooh, you still had Mullen on the team? Yeah, bro. Mm. They was old, though. They was all old. Okay. Yeah. They was all old, but they just knew how to play, bro. It was like playing with the... They was like just grown men playing with kids. Right. Like, anytime we play, like, a young team, bro, they, like, throwing no look. It's just, like, little kids running around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, to that point of, like... They the reason why I played 16 years, honestly. Right. Because it was taught a cheat code. Pro. Bro, they told me how to be a pro out yeah. the gate. Taught you how to be a pro. They held me accountable for what yeah. pros is supposed to be like from out the gate. Right. They didn't let me get away with shit, bro. Right. I, I was late for anything. $2,500 fines. Like, Ooh, they, 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 they on you. Bro. How'd how that rookie hazing go with them veterans on that team? Nah, see, I think when you got vets like that, it's, no, it's never no bullshit. They got okay. kids and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, they ain't got <laughs> fucking you up and then they gotta to pay home. for it. They trying to get home and shit. Right, right. <laughs> so with them, honestly, the only thing they made me, only thing they made me do was um, I used to have to get um, Krispy Kreme donuts. I used to make, they had to be warm. Because yeah. Reggie was always the first one into practice. Right. So they had to be warm, Krispy Kreme donuts, and had to be orange juice. Or whatever, and that'd be Tropicana, no Pope. You know what I'm saying? So I had to bring the same thing every day, no matter where I was. And Reggie, you know, come in the locker room like an asshole, pick it up, put his hand on the bottom, make sure they still warm. <laughs> That's some asshole. <laughs> and I'll be a young, I'll be a younger just sitting there, just waiting for him to come okay the donuts, nigga, just so I could go get my work in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's crazy. But they taught me like I, but they taught me like Chris Mullen. So Chris Mullen, the way he deals with his sobriety, yeah, is working out. Working out. You know out, what okay. I'm saying? And He'd be like, young fella, come on, come to the gym. So I'd be in the gym three, four times a day, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying, with practice and everything. And, I mean, Chris Mullen, bro, Hall right. of Famer, Reggie Miller, first one in the gym, last one to leave. Yep. Like, bro, how can you not realize that that's the secret sauce? Exactly. Is the work. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, I give all the crowd. Every time I see them, like, if I ever see them now that I'm set, like, dinner's always on me. Right. Because... They the reason why I was able to play that long, each and every last one of them. Yeah, man. In 16 years, dog, that's, listen, that's incredible. You know what I'm saying? That's an incredible run. And I I, I wanted to ask you, out of all the teams, what was the funnest city? Like, just fun. Come on, son. You know that. <laughs> Atlanta. Come on, bro. That's the other question. You I got. mean, because I'm, I'm, you know what? Like, I'm looking at the cities, and I'm just looking at the parties I've DJed in those cities. So I'm looking like, but, but you're right, though. I ain't going to front, because... Out of the lineup, Atlanta, I mean... ATL, shoddy. I mean, New York was fun, but ain't nothing like Atlanta. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Nothing like Wakanda, baby. Was was it hard to play in Atlanta and kick at the same time? Because, you know, we known for... uh, If the game is on a certain day, take everybody out the day before. We we, we known for going to get chicken wings and magic during COVID. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They are special wings. I I, I wasn't mad at them. You know what I'm saying? How could you not go to magic? But, um... During the COVID. We, so, we sucked when I was there. Right. So, honestly, bro, because, all right, so I played with the Pacers, playoffs every year, my first seven years in the league, playoffs every year, guaranteed, finals, Eastern Conference finals, all that. Right. I go to Atlanta, and it's a young team. You know, they, they bring in all, like, the Josh Smith, Josh Chilton, right, all right. rookies, and then the yeah. only veterans was me, and t- me, Antoine Walker, and Kenny Anderson. And this is, oh... This is 0405. 0405, okay. Yeah, I got that Walker. Yeah. And, <clears throat> shit, bro, we won 13 games, dog. I won 61 <laughs> games the year before that to 13. So, when you think about that, yeah. like, that shit can fuck with your head and yeah. your psyche like crazy. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Especially when you, like, used to winning, you start thinking, damn, what am I doing? Am I just not that good? Like, right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? <clears throat> so the nightlife saved me. 
Word. Oh, from folks that you take your mind off of. So it allowed me to get away from the game. Right, like, right, right. right. I, yeah, that, that'll fuck your head up. It helped me. I ain't gonna lie. It helped me, bro. Like, yeah. You know, most people probably be like, nigga, whatever. Yo, you just want it. But nah, like, but you know what? That would fuck my head up. If you was to win in this much, and you're around these veterans, and then you come to a team. Bro, you're in the playoffs and the finals. Yes. Now you're just on your couch. Yeah, right. Now you're just watching everybody. Watch, but you know, but like, you know, but like this, I'm gonna tell you some funny shit. Mm-hmm. So that year, it was like a time I think we lost like maybe like 16 games in a row. Damn. And right. you know, like to lose 16 games in the NBA, depending on when the losing streak starts, yeah. it'd be like three months. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you definitely that's went a, a month a, a with, no no with no wins. no wins. Damn. Went so a whole when, season. Bro, so listen, bro. So <laughs> when, whenever spring, we had but... lost to whenever the next time we won, I'm watching Sports Center. And they show like all the major events that had happened since we last won a game. <laughs> it was like the Super Bowl, uh, Grammys. <laughs> I was like, come on, bro. NASCAR. Bro, Joe, that shit was rough. Losing like that mm. was rough, dog. I'm telling you. And so, what was one of your favorite teams to play for in the NBA? So, I mean, the Pacer team always going to be special to me because, like I said, I feel like I grew up there. Right. The the most fun I would say wherever I had, wherever wherever I was, was uh, Golden State. Golden State. I I was hoping you said the baby. (laughs) Bro. I was hoping you said that Warriors team. (laughs) Bro, we were so lit. I was hoping you said that Warriors team. No, we were so lit. Aaron Davis. Stack five. Jason Richardson. Jay Rich. Jay Rich. Monte Ellis. Monte. Hey, so look, so, so, you know, back then, you know, I was part owner of a strip club back then. You know what I mean? Uh, that all y'all used to come to in Frisco, Pink Diamonds. Yes, sir. You know what Pink I mean? Diamonds. Who was the quarterback on the Raiders at that time? Um, Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus Russell. He used to be in there too, bro. Look, Monte Ellis, you know, he was from Mississippi, right? Yes, sir. Dude, he would come in there. He would have his old country-ass uncles with him and <laughs> shit, right? They got on, um, what's that uh, hunting store with the hats that everybody wears now? Bass. 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 They got like Bass <laughs> Pro shit. I'm like, who yeah. is these motherfuckers <laughs> We in Frisco, hood-ass club. I'm like, who is it? Monte's uncles, man. <laughs> Monte. Big shout-out to Tay. Yeah, shout-out Monte Ellis, man. Shout-out that whole team, man. Yeah, we had fun, bro. We we was rock stars, man. Like, when we won that series, bro, it was nothing nobody could tell us. That was we that We Believe. That was the We Believe. Bro, yeah. we ate free everywhere we wanted to go. Yeah. It was a, it was a fun time. But, like, the, the other thing that people don't know is, like, we used to kick it crazy. Right. Like, I had so many kicking stories. You know what I'm saying? But, like... Like you know, with we, your teammates, with them, yeah, the, yeah. Like the, but the whole team, the whole team. That's like probably the only team I had ever been on where everybody was on the same page. Right, like everybody kind of liked the same, same thing. things. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you always got got like two or three clicks on the seat during the, you know, on the team. Yeah, but we was all one click. Everybody, that's we, we, we mobbing <laughs> together. They would be in the club. They, would be, they would, bro, all of us. Bro. Yeah, that's dope. And you know what else? I, you know what else? I had a relationship that was cool was was B Diddy brother. Yeah, Baron, which one? Uh, Turn. Uh, he was. Uh, he used to always be in the club with him, man. Term, he was Rico, like a street dude, though. Like, uh, Capo. Uh, That's the BD, man. Yeah, and that team, bro. That was that was yeah, that, that, was, that team was that a hell was of a team, team to watch, man. The that highlights, was a hell of a team what? to watch, bro. Dog, y'all highlights. <laughs> and we wanted it. problems. That was always like kind of special about us. Them Demetrius parties. Fun. Demetrius used to always throw the NBA yeah, parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, who was one of the toughest dudes you played against in the league, man? Like opponent wise. So most, a lot of people ask me that. So my top three, I got a three. Mm-hmm. And I had to guard them all. Like Cove. Mm. Never had to guard Cove all game. But, you know, but there's three people that just stick out for me. Right. Was I used to hate to guard Grant Hill. Word. 
the young Grand Hill. Because when I first came to the league, you know, I'm Grand Hill with the feelers. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Make them just look like bricks. <laughs> <laughs> but nigga, that, first nigga, that nigga first step, yeah. some shit you never seen. Like, you knew he wasn't going to shoot a jumper, so you give him space. And this when I was young. This when I was young. Right. I was like a, a Bambi. You right. know, Bambi got the crazy <laughs> deer legs. Everywhere, you right, know what I mean? Right, right, I give him space. That man make a move. It's not enough. Pew, pew, pew. So gone. him, I'm going to go him first. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Paul Pierce second. Paul Pierce. Paul like Pierce a was nasty, boy. I used to hate this motherfucker. He was nasty. Bro. Weed, weed is why we friends. Man, we smoke weed together, and we've been partners ever since. Weed like, brings it that, together. He in the, he's in the cannabis space, too, yeah, eh? Yeah, too. Shout out, Papa. We need you on the show, too, Big man. Shout out to people. Yeah. We need that you on the show. Y'all. For sure. Thank you, We brother. all live right here, right around the corner from me, actually. So, P, why he was difficult to guard was because he always seemed to be off balance. Right. So, like, it was like, the, to me, this game was nasty. I'm like, how is this nigga this nasty? He had three-pointer. He could take you to the rack. You know, he could I do. know, but it's just something. When you guard it, it just don't uh. feel like it's all together. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he wanted the coldest. Right. I said, hate him. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. But could not guard it. Well, nigga, I couldn't guard it. Like, he didn't even look that struggling. fast, he but he could pass was, you. It was nasty. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, it was so nasty yeah. looking. But he was cold. And then the third is Zach Randolph. Word, big Zach. Bro, that listen, the reason why Zach is How was you why was you even guarding him? No, you know, I've always been a power forward. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's forward, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. especially after like after my six years mark, I was three, four, five kind yeah. of. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. The game started changing a yeah. little bit. Right. But the reason I him, bro, like Saint, like he's just he has a motor. He got a body where he ain't supposed to have a motor like that. You like, how do you yeah. just don't stop? Bro? Right. He like a inner, but just like on your body the whole game. So when going. you get done playing, you like why is my why like this? You got jumped. I ain't even a quarterback. Like you know, like you got, you got jumped. jumped. That's even better. Right? Like dead ass. Like I got jumped. Yeah. Like and I just played basketball. Right. So those my three. You know what I'm saying? That's G Hill, P, and G Hill. So who you used exactly. to just kill out there though? Like you, I know you. I know somebody you, you just somebody. washing their ass. Every right? like, time you, you know I'm gonna go no triple comment, double. No comment, man, no <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm gonna go triple yo, double on this. No, but you know nobody talks about that. Nobody talks Chris about a good ass question. Like, yo, every time you played this person, you you know you about to get it again, right? And you ain't got it in the last five years, so it don't even tr- like I like I ain't warming up. I know like, I'm triple doubling his ass. Right? That's fucked. <laughs> that is. I got a couple guys too, and I ain't gonna say nothing. They be cool. You got kids and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker keep running that shit back. <laughs> hey, so it, it's crazy. So like back around that team, like in, in that in that time period in the game, in in the cannabis game and in the NBA, like I had a lot of relationships with players like that played on different teams, man, and um, you know, um. Of course, I'm not going to throw no names out there, but everybody was, you know, uh, consuming cannabis. And I felt like um, it was a place in the NBA for cannabis. And there's been a place in the NBA for cannabis, you know, um, with the opioid stuff that's going on Mm -hmm. and and dealing with pain. Like, you know, um, NBA and cannabis go hand in hand. So, you know, when did you start kind of consuming cannabis and making it a part of your life, um, uh, cannabis? Yeah, I was I was late to the party. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, I, as a rookie, you know, to your point, can't say names, but, like, I remember the vets calling me to the room, mm-hmm. and they needed me to go on a CVS run. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can imagine what they needed, all kind of shit. Yeah. Right. When I walked in, it was like I walked into a Cheech and Chong session. Word. It was in there blowing it down. I'm like, damn, like, it's my first time, like, 
It's be- you know what I'm saying? I'm from Jersey. I ain't my homies bought nickel bags. Right, I ain't never right. seen like this boy's blowing heavy tree. Right. And you know, I'm thinking like I can't wait to see how these niggas respond in practice. The they're, gonna, <laughs> right. they're gonna be sleepwalking. Right, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Right. Bro, they come out and practice, dog. They the best players in practice. Killing it. Flying up the court, winning the drills and running. I'm like, I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm like, so that's when I first realized, like, all right, the stigma is kind of some bullshit. Right, yeah. but, right. But, you know, when you take shit serious, and especially with my, like, my upbringing in sports, right, like, it was very focused, and so I'm thinking anything outside of playing basketball and eating protein is bad. Right. You know what I'm saying, at that right. point, you know, so just thinking, like, straight and narrow. So I was like, I saw it. It kind of made me, like, damn, you know, the stigma is not the truth, right? Because right? as right. always, you smoke weed, you're not You're going to be slow. You ain't going to be able to lose your stamina. Yeah. That ain't the truth because I'm yeah. watching these motherfucking animals. Busting ass. You know what I'm saying? Busting yeah. ass. Going you know? crazy, right? So stayed away from it most of my career. Got to Golden State. That's when the first time I had ever seen, like, pounds of weed all the time. Right. Keep telling you, you know about that bay. I keep telling you listeners, Bro, man. We got quality. we got the best, Great but you quality. heard what he said. These, when he got to the Oakland, Warriors, you heard what he said. Area, like mm-hmm. Sacramento, that corridor, that's where yeah. all the best weed in the world is. I don't yeah. give a fuck what nobody say. The best weed in the world is from Oakland saying up. On up. That's what the best now, weed see, in the Now, see, Al said it. I didn't have to say it again. You yeah, know, y'all think I'm biased, they, and I always I, keep I, I saying the best is in the bay. I didn't even have to ask the question. The man said it himself. I'm man. from Jersey. I ain't even from nowhere near the Bay. They got the best weed in the world. Hands down. I said it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, being I forgot my train of thought. I mean got me high. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, so look, hey, so look. So so What was I talking about, man? We were talking about uh, y'all uh, niggas forgot too. That was nah, the nah, yeah, I was, I was, the yeah, I was talking about <laughs> about the vet smoking and they send you on a CVS. Oh, yeah, run. that's right. Dude. Oh, yeah. How, how I incorporated yeah. my life. So right. So I didn't get into it like smoke. All right, so we had um, the first time I ever smoked was with Stack, uh, BD, Matt. Uh, we were in Phoenix. Right. And I know they were smoking the room, some of that good purple something back then. And I was hella paranoid after I smoked that shit. <laughs> I went to my room. I ain't go out. They ain't do nothing. I, don't, I always went out. I ain't go out. Yeah. I'm like, nah, this shit. I'm like, this why y'all smoke to feel like this? <laughs> Fuck that. I'm right. cool. And pretty much stayed away from it. Might have just hit a little vape or something fucking around. Right. But then for me, like, I was playing in Denver. had a had a botched knee surgery. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Which pretty much ended my career, that surgery or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I started fucking with CBD and shit okay. first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I got into, like, the little edibles. Yeah, right. And then eventually it just, like, w- it just smoked the weed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just smoke some weed, mm-hmm. you know? And that's how I got into it. And, you know, I just feel like, how honestly, I'm dead ass, like, I done had COVID twice, or like I smoke more weed, bro. I just feel like weed can heal everything. They got the same way, nigga. I don't care what nigga. happens. So I done had Hangovers, surgeries, uh, all kinds of shit, nigga. Smoke weed, bro. That shit'll fix it. So, so like that's my lifestyle with yeah, that shit now. Like, I believe in it for everything. Yeah, that's dope. So so look, me and me and Infamous go back about this, go go back and forth about this all the time, right? We um we had an episode one time. I asked a question like, you know, I smoke before I go to the gym. You know, I smoke, you know. Before I do cardio, all that shit. Can you smoke before you now? Like, can you smoke and go to the gym or yeah, yeah, smoke and the, go hoop? And... That's damn near like the only way that I could do it now. Okay. Oh, like, word. Just for my mental. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like, when you smoke, you kind of, you know, depending on what you're smoking. But for me, like, it kind of takes me away a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, like before, I'd be like, fuck, thirty minutes on this elliptical to where I'm yeah. on the joint when I'm high. I'm like. <laughs> not even tripping. Right, yeah, you're, you're floating. So, it help, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, I'm not going to say it makes me sharp or anything, but it just, for me, dead ass, bro. Like, I'm just like you, bro. So, before I walk that shit makes gym, me focus before I go to the gym. Gotta hit that shit huh? two, three times. I ain't going to smoke the whole joint. You know what I'm saying? It just gets me right where I need to go. 
And uh, yo, cannabis the shit, bro. Cannabis Damn, is the son. shit. Yo, if, <sighs> let's let's so, stop right there. Let's take a um, smoke with me smoke break because that was just a good ass point right there. Cannabis is the shit. So we just usually just have a smoke break where we just. Shout our sponsor out, you know what I mean? Right. When you when you when you touch down in Vegas, Listen, first we, thing you do, you don't have to can I jump guess in what, the can Uber. Can I guess what, what you sent him? Johnny? Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You already know, baby. Yeah, right, that's what to make sure you already I'm, know. Make sure I'm tapped so you in, already know, baby. I'm tapped you in. Watch Listen, it, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like Al said, man, first thing you do when you touch down in Vegas, don't jump, don't get in the taxi line. Don't argue with your baby daddy about his Instagram. Nope. Jump in that Uber. Hop in it. Go straight to Hardeen. Get the moving. Ask him for the infamous special. Ooh. The infamous party pack. Listen, the infamous party pack, the best right. flower, the best pre-roll, the best wax, the best edible, the best wraps, all of that. Ask for that infamous pack, and you'll get a sampler. And it's going to set you straight for the whole weekend from Thursday to Monday or Wednesday to Monday or however you do it. Make sure you get there. Believe that. Talk to me. Yeah, man. So um, I had another question, too, about the NBA. Like, now that they, they've changed the, the marijuana policy uh, in the NBA, do you think that when you were playing that, um, you know, what difference do you think it would have had on the league when you were playing to have a more relaxed yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it would have changed much, in, but is that guys wouldn't have been in the – drug program like because everybody was in the drug program right right you know what i'm saying and at the end of the day we see it was all foolish right yeah now the players got access to it and what i love about this because it's known that a lot of these players are smoking right you know what i'm saying big shout out to katie with yes you know, talking about on his little thing he was on talking about yep. i'm high right now one yep. of the greatest to ever do it mm -hmm. still one of the greatest yeah and then look at the game as a whole like the game is evolving and getting better and better and better right and these guys is smoking. Smoking. And they taking edibles. And they drinking drinks. They relaxing after the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So Not taking the pain meds. Yeah, they it's a taking whole different rehabbing now. It's a whole, whole different thing. different kind of, you know, program. So it's, it's dope. So, um, you know, for, for whoever doesn't know out there, whatever rock you've been under, you know, uh, the name of his cannabis, cannabis company is Viola. Um, I would like you to kind of tell our listeners, you know, like what got you into the cannabis space, bro? Like what made you want to become the force that you are and, and, and the activist that you are in the cannabis space? Um, what, 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 what attracted you to the cannabis space? Well, yeah, man, you know, it, it started with my grandmother. You know, uh, my 79-year-old grandmother came to see me play while I was in Denver. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, she had me bring up this pill bag and she opened up the pill bag and she started taking all these pills right and of course i'm like damn grandma i'm taking so much medication right and she like boy i got everything i got high blood pressure diabetes glaucoma so she said glaucoma dead ass i had just read in the newspaper the day before how cannabis cured glaucoma patients Word. that's what the article that i was reading said okay so i was talking to her about it and you know she just finally gets to the point where she's like well what is cannabis it sounds like interesting i'm like it's marijuana weed Right. She like reefer. She started laughing so hard. She laughed about five minutes. Man, reefer, I can't believe you think we was like, you think gonna help my eyes? She laughing and shit. And uh, she was like, heck no, I ain't trying no reefer. So literally the next day, bro, she I come home from shoot around. She's sitting in the kitchen, walk in. She like squinting her eyes when I walk in. I'm like, what's up, grandma? She's like, that's you, baby dog. I was like, yeah, what's up? She was like, she's like, my eyes hurt so bad today I can barely see. So I said, grandma. 
your eyes really hurt and all that medicine you taking? Right. She's like, yeah. <laughs> so I can't see nothing today. <laughs> so I was like, well, Grandma, why don't you try cannabis? Right. I was like, you in a legal state. I said, Grandma, nobody going to know. It's right. just me and your secret. I won't tell nobody. Right. So she's just like, you know what? I'll try anything today. So I always say this was God at work, bro. Uh-huh. Like somebody to change up that fast yeah. about something, how they, they've been demonized, and then their mind, that stigma was just crazy. Right. So I sent my boy to the dispensary. He bring back a a, a strain called Vietnam Kush, and he uh, bought a volcano. I told him, something. I was like, bring me something, but we can't roll a blunt. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't. So instead, thing, instead, instead of him thinking to go get some zigzags yeah. and get a joint, yeah. he bring he buys a volcano. Thousand dollar. It's like a thirteen hundred dollar transaction for my grandmother to try weed. Three dollar pack pack of zags. Man, this nigga spent a thousand dollars. Man, give me my money back. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what is this? So, so volcano baggage. Shout, shout volcano out though, man. I yeah. really like smoking that. It's, it's one of the, the, the most natural ways and and you know ways to to really to inhale cannabis, man. Shout out volcano. Shout out the volcano. Shit is fire. So, take her in the garage. She starts smoking it. Hit it three or four times. I'm like, all right, grandma, I think that's enough. Right. Go downstairs. I go take a nap. I had a game. Woke up from the game. Woke up, Greg, go, go to the game. And I thought about the first time when I was in Phoenix. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to make sure she all right. <laughs> right. Make sure she ain't down there tripping, like climbing the walls or something. <laughs> so I go knock on the door, and I don't hear nothing. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, she knocked out. So I, I got a smirk on my face. So I knock again and just open the door. Yeah. And she's in the room. She's sitting up. Her back's up door, and she's looking down. So I say, Grandma, you all right? Uh-huh. And she turned around, bro, and she was bawling. She was crying tears. She said, I'm healed. She's like, <laughs> what? I, she's like, I can see the words of my Bible. I haven't seen the words Word. of my Bible in over three wow. years. And I was like, what? She was like, my eyes. She was like, I got my sight back. I'm like, grandma, what? So I go in. She crying. I hug her. She make me start crying a little bit. We call my mother. She was telling my mother, like, God gave me my sight back, all that. So... That's what inspired me to that's start the, the healing, about the healing it. properties the healing of the plant. Property, and right. The healing properties of the plant. It was medicine. That's deep, man. So after that, that's deep. We obviously we named the company after us. So that's my company name after my grandmother. Nice. But to your point, like from there was like literally like one. I was trying to change the stigma. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. all right, niggas been lying. They've been, now, like they've been lying to us for too long, bro. Right. Yeah. Weed is actually medicine, bro. You can actually be productive. You can heal yep. things. You could it's just be creative. It, it affords a yeah. better life yeah. and lifestyle. Yep. So Facts. first, trying to change the stigma. That lasted for some time, but then you start realizing, like, okay, as I keep going into these different rooms and all these podcasts and all that, it ain't never nobody that look like me in that motherfucker. Right, right. So I'm like, damn, like, where yeah. the black people in, in we? Right. I'm like, cause I know every everybody that I know that's been locked up in my life, honestly, all have been locked up for weed. For weed. Yeah. Getting a lot of time for it, too. For weed. My yeah. cousin, my, my uncle, weed. You shit, know what I'm shit saying? that helps you. <laughs> and you shit that... We never had ownership in. Right. Besides being the end See, that's user. That's the major part. Besides that's being the, the end user. And, and going to so jail. So we for going it. to jail for being the end user. What okay. about the ones that's producing it? We exactly. never owned a farm. We never owned trucking companies. Nope. No logistics, nothing. We just got some shit given to us in our neighborhood. Yep. And then y'all come and crack down on us. So they use it to lock us up. So once I learned that and fully understood like the the the, the war on drugs and like how it affected us. Right. And, the numbers, how disproportionate it was to like white folk, but then also what drug we was getting locked up for. Eighty-five percent of our drug arrests was cannabis, cannabis. bro. Like, bro, yep. people was getting locked up for having less than a gram. It's crazy. And they like stuff just like specs on their finger, going to jail for years. Yeah. For that. 
Shit, so Vegas, like, Vegas uh, a seed used to be a felony back in the day. Shit. One seed was a felony. Yeah. Man, shit is crazy. So realizing that, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm definitely going to stand up for the plant in mm-hmm. regards to that's always going to be there, right? But I'm like, I got to figure out how to include my people into this into shit. this shit, right. Like, how do I <clears throat> use my platform to bridge a gap somewhere, somehow? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not you can't always give money and all it's but it's so it's relationships. It's I'm, I'm, I'm glad you like the different yeah. opportunities. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm glad you said that because that, that leads me into something else I wanted to ask you. And I, it looked like you wanted to say something too, but I just want to get this out, bro. Was like, you know, um, do you see cannabis as a way for minorities? I mean, just people, period, but especially minorities to be able to be a route for generational wealth through cannabis. Fucking right, bro. I mean, yes. This is generational wealth, bro. Yeah. This is this will be a multi, multi billion dollar business and potentially a trillion dollar business when you start using it for all the textile uses and shit like right. that. You know what I'm saying? So our people have to figure out a way to get to the table because we've seen this movie before, bro. Say we've it seen, again. We say seen it again. Before. Say it again. Rice, yeah. sugar, cotton. Yeah. The lottery. We created the numbers. Was our shit, <laughs> right? It was ours. But 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 listen, I just want I just want y'all to I just want y'all to really get this. You know what I mean? It's like you know this this man has been through. You know, you know when when you are uh, an athlete like him, you get a lot of opportunities for a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. And I just want the listeners and and everybody out there to really take that nugget that he just gave y'all. Like, you don't have to listen to to, to coming from me. Like, you know this cannabis space. If you brand yourself correctly, and, and and really put that effort in, can be a path to generational wealth. Facts. And it's something that our people have been doing for forever, already. Why not us, bro? Why not us? Why not us? So let me ask you: You guys started in Denver. I know you um, <clears throat> you operate in California and Detroit. What were some of the major differences you've seen, like in the Denver market and in the California market? Man, well, it was just, you know, to your point, it was two different things at that time, right? Because Colorado, the reason why Colorado does have, like, somewhat of a edge on cannabis in general because they've been operating a regulated market longer than For any longer. other place yeah. in the country. <clears throat> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, California was always wild, wild west, as they say, yeah. right? So you were, still able to, you were still able to spray shit and do this and do that. No testing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But... Colorado was always, have always been like leading the charge in regards to regulatories and just like clean ass product. You guys <laughs> always had good extracts to me. Yeah, that's like what the it, extracts was good, but the flour was bullshit. The flour was bullshit because of the, you know, the environment, right? right. It's, it's climate it's, and all it's that stuff. Tough. Yeah, it's just. And you can, you can get in my high. comments and be mad Denver all you want, man. The extracts was good, but y'all flour bullshit. No, but the, man. the extracts, but the extracts was the best in the world. No, I, I, I agree. I'm just saying, like, at one point, uh-huh. and maybe still, I believe it's probably still there. Denver, Colorado, I haven't been in a while. Colorado had the best concentration in the world. Bro. We might not get invited now because of that comment I just no, made. No, I'm going to get invited. Invite infamous. Denver That's fine. Me. Y'all flowers still DJ bullshit. I'm going to DJ mad parties in Denver. <laughs> Y'all flowers still bullshit. <laughs> it's not bullshit. It's good for where it's yeah, at. It's good. Hey, man, yeah, Denver, yeah, could, they could break some shit down scientifically to the last <laughs> compound. I'll sit there for an hour listening to man. Okay, let me see the flower. Hold on, man. You just wasted my time for an hour, and this is what the shit look like. Hey, man. Come on, man. Like you said, it's I don't good smoke for where flower, it's at, man. I smoke. I smoke concentrates from in Colorado anyway. But the flower's good. 
about to drop AI shit out there, so. Man, hey, shout to shout to Bubba, man. Bubba Chuck. I got cool with that nigga, man. He he uh played for uh Atlanta. Nigga was in compound every Saturday. Damn, they felt Chuck like. Chuck played in Atlanta? Him and Pee Wee. Yeah. He used to be with Pee Wee all the time. Hold on, did he play in it? He, he can't. He was, no, he I mean, was he living in Atlanta. In. He, he was living in Atlanta. He ain't never yeah. played there. That was my nigga, He'd be though. at compound and Cheesecake Factory. Shout out to Tweez, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just on the phone with Tweez before I walked upstairs. Uh, yeah. That's my nigga. Yeah, that's. Hey, one thing I wanted to say about your brand, bro, I love your marketing. Thanks, bro. Like, like from the color to the, uh, the font. Even the way you market, like when you do your events, you keep it the theme of, you know what I'm saying, your brand. And that'd be hard because that black with that viola and then the white, like the way you be having this shit. Because I've watched this shit for years, bro. Like, right. you know, when uh, you did something with Meek and out here in L.A., I think. Yeah, like, just when you do, it just looks different from everybody else's stuff. It looks right. clean, too. No doubt. It, bro, it's, it's shit that we fuck with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just try to keep it authentic. Right. You know, the color came from my grandmother. That's her favorite color. Right. Grandma, what colors? I love purple. That's how we got purple. Thank God, because it means so much, and it's such a yeah, strong it's a royal, it's a color. royal it's a color. Strong yeah. colors, like yeah, a is. strong, powerful ass uh, color. Right. So we were blessed with that. And to your point, like you know, I just you know, with our marketing team, I keep the young boys around me, mm-hmm. my nephew, you know, um, you know, my uh, wife's, uh, what is it, godson or mm-hmm. whatever he is, god brother. Right. He runs our marketing. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So he just hip. He know what's going on. He outside. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we just try to. You know, like I said, I think that cannabis just fosters community. It does. So, yeah. like, every yeah. event that we do, you see, like, I'm never going to have a party where it's, like, the VIPs over there and you yeah. over here. Right. Like, we Separating all, everybody. All in we one. all smoking we, we all together. We all together. Yeah. And I yeah. think the plan brings people, people together, yeah, man. I think that's what people, people like together. about our events because it's like, yeah, I think I just ran. Talk to Meek. Right. <laughs> so, right. Right. And he was just standing in the middle of a room where he was Kicking just playing it. ping pong. Right. You know, he was just sitting blowing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it, and you just, you just try to we just try to create that like environment where just everybody feels safe and it's just like at the crib. Right. And that's what a grandmother brand's supposed to kind of be about. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? It's Soul like food. You, know how, you know how we get shit done at grandma's house. Yeah. Everything happened there. I, yeah, I first got introduced to it. Um we uh, me and Luda was doing a um a, a cannabis cup, I think it was in DC. And Mark, Mark, you know, Mark is a yeah, homie, yeah. you know, he'd be yep. around us. And um, I saw Mark, I was like, what up, nigga? He came, he was like, yo, I got a pack for you and Chris. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. bet, where that? So he just showed me the pack. <clears throat> and I'm looking Talk at the, the I'm just looking at everything. I'm like, what, what, who's this? He's like, this for y'all. I'm like, word? I'm looking at the pack, I'm like, who owned this? He told me, he's out here into a new brand, this, that, and the third. I'm like, you know, I haven't, I didn't see a color scheme that looked at <clears throat> like something I'd want to fuck with. Right, right. Like you know, you know, what I'm saying in cannabis, you just get what you what's the, whatever, whatever the dope strand is, you get it. Whatever the bag is, yeah, dope yeah. or not, your shit was together. I'm like, damn, the logo is like, you get that iced out, throw a chain. <laughs> you got the you got the Viola boys out here, or something. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm saying, I look at marketing from even when you got the clothes, the merch, yeah, yeah. the hats. Some yeah, shit that you want, that like some, some shit dope. you want to rock, you know what I'm dope. saying? Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like the hoodie you gave us is dope. Yeah, shout to, to bring them hoodies, but some shit yes, that you would want to rock merch wise, like you can you could rock a Viola jumpsuit to the club with your chains on and just that's like it's goal. lifestyle. You yeah, feel me? That's the goal, bro. Like I said, it's just for that comfortable kind of kickback, laid back. Yeah, you know, we thought about the whole like putting characters and all that. It's like we're not right. who we are. Right, right, right. cartoony shit. Yeah, just like we some laid back. Fly niggas, we fly. the new age hippies, but we cool fly niggas. Yeah. yeah, bro. So, so let me ask you this, man. Um, you know, we always try to give all the listeners a little bit of education and, and you know, tips on entering the industry and entering the cannabis industry. 
What was one of the major issues you had with entering the cannabis in- industry and, and really, you know, um, cementing your brand in these different states and becoming an MSO? Bro, man, like, just, I would just say the biggest challenge, that I wouldn't even say it came from cannabis. It just comes more from, like, like really running and operating a business. As we, I mean, yeah. we are entrepreneurs. And yep. it's just, like, people. You know what I'm saying? Being able to find people that just, like, really align and understand the vision that can go out and execute and, you know, sometimes do things on their own, like take ownership. Right. And, like, you know, this is what we're doing. You understand what this means. Yeah. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? And just finding people that, like, is aligned to that. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the biggest challenges that I've had in okay. cannabis. You know, like, just the entry and all that kind of shit. I mean, mm-hmm. people telling me not to do it. Right. You know, raising money, like, trying to raise money from other players and, their financial advisors, like, what does Al know about running a business? He went out of high school. Right. And it worked against me. Right, right. You, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, dealing with all that shit, this shit ain't easy, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I always tell people, like, believe me, when you ask me how I felt in the beginning, right? Like, yeah. for real, bro, we had a couch. It would be a totally different conversation right. to be able to be <laughs> you sitting smoking. Like, right. Dr. Damn. Phil, Al here, just said you're coming next. You know what I'm saying? Next like, next really, you be like, damn, but. What I try to do is I wear a smile on my face because nobody want to see somebody struggling and right. not happy. And, right, or not trying saying? to figure it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. You don't want to yeah. see that. That's not inspiring. <laughs> like, when we have platforms like this, our job is to continue to inspire. Yeah. yeah. Continue to give, make, give people hope yeah. and, and give them milestones that they can see, like, oh, shit, I can actually do this. He did it. Look right. at what he did it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's kind of like how I view that's it. That's a good point. I like that. You know what I'm I saying? Like and... Yes, it's hella challenges, but I'm having a good time. You know what right. I'm saying? I know I'm changing lives. Yeah. I know I'm helping people all around the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's bigger than playing basketball, honestly, for anything uh, for I real. do on the hoop side. Like, it's showing real. life after basketball, too. Yeah. Like, Shit. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's showing that, yo, you can go into a whole new different space. But it's, well, I think what I tell people all the time, what I, you know, ex-players that I talk to mm-hmm. at times, you got to find something you're passionate about again. Right, right. Because I think that most of us will hoop. You know, we passionate. We love that show. We think about when we in it. We just hoop. We work out. We hoop. We work out. We hoop. You know what I'm saying? Right. After the game is gone, now what can you what can you find to fill that void? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, and it's tough for a lot of people. A lot mm-hmm. of guys. You know, a lot of guys want to coach, but it's only so many coaching jobs. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? So, I've seen a lot of my homies kind of go through little depressions and shit like that. But you know, you can find something that you're passionate about. You know what I'm saying? You just got to go after it. And, you know, as you know, in anything, shit is difficult. Shit's not always going to go the way you want it to go. Never fucking give up. Right. Never really take no for an answer. Nigga tell you no. It's just like, all right, but we could do this. Right? You mm-hmm. kind of just keep that kind of mindset and just keep moving forward, bro. And, like, that's what keep me going, bro. Like, right. you know, I have little kids. Well, not little. My daughter's 12, 11. And, you know, I take them to meetings and I let them sit and listen yeah, to calls and mm-hmm. shit that's like important. that. You know what I'm saying? And after they ask me why I just did or why didn't I say nothing that call or why, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and just like, you got to pass it down. Yeah, bro. you got to yeah, have you know them around. We got to have, so yep. that, like, that's just how I view life as a whole, bro. It's just like, it's all one big, like, movie, but it's all one big ass opportunity. Yeah. And like, how do you take advantage of whatever situation you're That you're trying to get into, you know right? What I'm saying? Exactly. Oh, that's dope, man. I, I like that, man. That's a good message. Definitely a good message, man. Smoke break. <clears throat> Smoke break? Smoke motherfucking break. Man, I got to tell y'all about some of my collabs, bro. I was just about to ask you. I'm about to get in that Shout to the AI collab. That was a dope collab. I got a whole segue into that one, though. I got a whole segue into that one, man. 
Um, I, you know, I just, I just, you know, while we got you here, man, it's a couple questions that I feel like the listeners, you know, um, you know, they tune in for. You Red know what I mean? Billy they tune. Billy D. <laughs> <laughs> Red Red Billy D. Change. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> Where he come from? Hey, man. They can, they can uh, tag team on me, man. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I can handle myself, man. I can handle myself. Lights, nephew, nephew, nephew. Let's even this up real fast. Hey, yeah, man. So, um, you know, um, one of the other major hurdles I feel like for cannabis companies is always the banking thing. Mm-hmm. Is 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 you know what kind of bank, you know. Uh, you know, is Chase going to shut my account down? Is Wells Fargo going to shut my account down? And I was watching uh, somebody else's show you were on, and I just wanted to ask you about what, you know, kind of like a cannabis banking solution that you can provide to our listeners. Right. Yeah, so there's a couple different platforms. Um, you know, there's a company called PayQuick that I worked with. Um, they'll take cannabis money, like, within that state. The money got to come through them, then to you kind of thing. Um, you know, credit unions are always usually open to cannabis banking. They, you know, they make you jump through a lot of hurdles. Uh, then, you know, depending on if you like are plant touching or not, like if you just got a brand, yeah. you know, maybe start a marketing company mm-hmm. that just sells the bags right. to the weed company. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and then now you can bank that. You know what I'm saying? You could be a marketing company anywhere. You know right. what I'm saying? So just, you know, trying to be creative. Um, there's definitely banking solutions at this point now. You can Google DM or anything, but... Yeah. It is good to know that there is banking solutions out there. You know what I'm saying? Way better than it was before, man. Like, obviously, we used to deal with a lot of cash. I mean, bank accounts used to be crazy. Like, when I had a bank account in Colorado that charged me 3500 a month to hold the bank account, and it charged me 3% every time I just, uh, uh, deposited more than $10,000. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, just crazy-ass fees. and You know what I'm saying? They so, can do whatever they wanted. Exactly, because I had do whatever, nowhere else to go. They can do whatever right. they wanted. I had nowhere to go. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. They were the only one at the time. You right. know what I'm saying? So uh, there's some solutions out there. But, yeah, like PayQuick. Um, there's another one. I'm just drawing a blank. If I remember, I'll blurt it out. So later. But, yeah, there's a couple of different platforms out there. So that um, uh, we're, you, were, you were mentioning them collabs, man. So uh, one of the collabs I really liked that y'all did, man, was that Iverson collab. Mm-hmm. Iverson was always one of my favorite players. I, I want to say probably one of everybody's favorite players growing up right. just because of his swagger, what he brought to the game, you know what, yeah. I mean? what he stood for, you know what I mean? Um, is there any other um, collabs that um, you have coming up that you want to speak on that, you know, everybody, our listeners can be looking forward to? Yeah, man, I got a few, bro. Um, you know, first I'm going to cover my basketball brothers. Um, gonna do something with Steven Jackson. Nice. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think we're gonna call, I ain't gonna leave y'all the name yet. But yeah, I got one. Ah, we we almost got it, man. We <laughs> almost got the name. Um, I've been talking to Lamar Odom. Nice. Hello, wanna do something here in Cali and then, you know, in New York, back where he's from. Uh, who else we got? Uh, I've been trying to convince my brother Ron Artest. My nigga Ron. Like, you know, yeah. his pack got to be like one of them power punches yeah. in your neck. Knock packs. you out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, got to be that one hit quitter. Kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, trying to, get, trying to get him on board. Did you um, play with Ron on the Indiana team? I played with Ron. Yes, I played with Ron. Okay. Yeah. I need another couch session. Because <laughs> I was the only one from, I grew up with Ron. So, okay. I was like deemed the Ron uh, chaperone or like I had to make the sure Ron the Ron Whisperer Yo, yeah, you were the yeah, Ron Whisperer right, right. anything yeah. he saw wow and I got a Ron come here Ron uh, can you, can you give bad. us a crazy Ron story man 
Nah, no. Man. <laughs> Yo, I, 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 my I met Ron. I, I met Ron in Atlanta, bro. The, he 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 walked up on me because he started rapping. He, no, for real. He yeah. had he had a record and he was like, "Yo, infamous, I want to give you my song." Here go my number. Let me know what you think. Next thing you know, he he kept hitting me. I was like, "Nigga, why don't you just come on the radio?" Nigga actually came on the radio yeah, for wow. the song, bro. I swear to God. No, Ron. This is when I, I was DJing Velvet Room and I was DJing uh, Compound, like that whole. In real talk, that nigga, I was shocked as fuck. This nigga ran up on me like, "Yo, infamous, I want to give my song." Da da da, oh, check shit. it out. I checked it out. It was cool. It was it, it was cool. I ain't go front. Shout the Ryan Artest man. Ain't trying to convince himself. <laughs> it was <laughs> alright. <laughs> it was alright. Nah, nah, Ron, that's my dog. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm doing something with my homeboy from Jersey. So something else is important to me. Where I feel like mm-hmm. you know, I just feel like a lot of brothers and sisters just need a bridge. Or You're right. Just a, a little play, a plug. Right. Uh, you, you know right. what I'm saying? Because right. they're building unbelievable brands yep. in the gray market, but just can't figure out or have the access to go legal. Take right. it to the next level. So that's something that I'm having pride on being to work out with, with some of my brothers. So one of them I'm doing with the ATM boys, my homeboy Fresh from Jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we doing a collab called Beef and Broccoli. Mm-hmm. Shout Beef out broccoli. Jersey. I, li- I like that name, man. I like this bag Dirty too. This Jersey, bag, y'all bro. went crazy on this bag, man. Yeah, that's fine. The beef right? and broccoli. That's, that's a that's real bag, East Coast yeah. shit, yeah, though. That's, that's the a real East Coast bag, shit. Bro. Let me see that. That bag was crazy. Most definitely. Fire, right? Mm-hmm. Thanks, man. But I'm telling you, y'all, that's what I was told you earlier, man. Y'all marketing that, this. And, but, but like that ain't even mine. That's that's you my. You just partner. need a Timberland hanging out the back of that motherfucker somewhere. We probably should put this. Put the Timberland in the soffit. Yep. Oh so, yeah, for real. Have it in the, <laughs> in the tempo. Yeah. So got that going. Um, we about we dropping a, a strand called Cherry Bombers. Okay. That's some fire shit. My homeboy Jason out here in California All right. grew that for me. Um, other one I'm real excited about, bro. So listen, I've always been a fly nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? At least I feel like I have. And my favorite city in the whole world is Miami, Florida. Right. right. I love Miami. I love everything it has to offer. Right. It's just Miami's beautiful. a vibe, man. Right. It's beautiful. It's, a vibe. it's just a vibe. So I was just out there a couple months ago. Got with my homeboys. My man named Primo. Mm-hmm. He got a brand called Brickle Boys. Okay. Shit, fly. He yeah, got Miami that, on smash. That that, that, br- that brings me to the next segment, right? So shit, we, my fault. So look, <laughs> no, no, we, <laughs> no, look, we, we all no, we all, we always do. We always have a segment on here where where it's like you know the smoke with me segment where we we fire up. Okay. And we fire up and we, you know, like what you smoking. Okay. So that's where I want you to bring in, you know what I mean? Because when y'all brought My it bad. to the studio, yeah. when you brought it to the studio, I Man. wanted to smoke it right then and there. Facts. I know my shit. As soon as right. I smell it. I know my shit. When I seen it, I'm like, man, I need to blow this now. Yes, sir. But you wanted to wait. All so, right. you know, normally we do this segment in the beginning of the show. I appreciate y'all adjusting. Oh, no, we have to. Of course, man. You family, man. We, we family. We got Come to. On, baby. So we, we adjusted this segment of the show because, it's, you know, this is a very important segment where we always say, hey, man, what you smoking? Infamous smoke with me. Every guest we light up together. Yeah. So, you know, I would love for you to bring on, and I'm going to give you the floor back to, to, to do the, do the right, rest yeah, of the yeah, intro, yeah. too. I just wanted to prep our listeners and let them know, hey, man, this is our segment when we do the what you smoking and the smoke with me. And uh, it's uh, sponsored by the Brickle Boys today. And I'm going to let you take the floor and do the rest, brother. Yeah, man. So, I'll, you know what I mean? Real quick, I'm a fly dude. Love Miami. Uh-huh. Got with my man Primo. All right. 
Got a dope ass brain called Brickle Boys. Right. You know, you know, collab with everybody, man. What's the guy with the jack with the jackets with all the patches and all that? What's his name? Lin- Lee- Hamilton. Oh, oh, Jeff uh, Hamilton. Jeff, Jeff Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jeff Hamilton collab. Ooh, all the Jeff Hamilton collab. Man, he going crazy. He going crazy. So I'm like, he like, yo, why don't we do something? Like, right, what yeah. should we do? But we met on a boat. So we on a right. boat, and he just like, why don't we why don't we do something with a yacht? Why we call that shit tsunami? So listen, I promise. I'm like, shit, I'm with it. He right. like. All right, I'm gonna come up with something. This is what he came up with. Come over here, you, you heard it first. Like, tsunami, I, I just boys. seen the bag like I, I seen tsunami, the bag like an hour and a half ago, bro. Yo, son, how we doing? What's up, Primo? My man, Primo. Pleasure, pleasure to meet you, man. Infamous, bro, baby. You good? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got to move over here in the middle a little bit more. So we can move by me. You good right here? Come right over here by me. So you know when uh this one? Okay. So you know when me and Big Al, you know, linked on the on the yacht, right? We both have different ways. Oh, hold on, man. Introduce yourself, my man. Fault. Let, my let fault everybody to the people. know, man. <laughs> Introduce yourself to the listeners, man. Yeah, Primo, infamous Primo, Brickle Boys. We out here, Brickle, Miami. Yeah. But we global with it. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, so you know, me and me and Big Al both have a wave in our different areas. And uh together, you know, we just came together with the tsunami, the biggest wave. Tsunami. And this is this is something that we came to gift the set with. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you, bro. We love okay. gifts. We're, we're, we're bringing yachts. Especially oh, yeah. We're bringing yachts to LA. We're bringing we're yachts to LA. Water resistant and, and, oh, and you can let them float in the pool and they float. Yeah, look, yeah. Look, look, look at this shit, bro. I'm like, getting mine in the pool. Look, look at this <laughs> shit. Yes, please. and I'm smoking this. Please. Yeah, these are meant to be smoked. Pool poolside or in the pool yeah. or on the ocean. <laughs> Make sure they can see that. You saw yes, it first. Sir. Here's the back of the yacht. You saw right, it me, first. You saw it first. Let me go ahead and smell it. Oh, Yo, talk I, that talk, Primo. Talk I, that talk, Primo. I mean, talk I mean, talk listen. Talk when, when, that talk, when, Primo. When you put us together, man, we coming with a tsunami. We blessing the people with not only a vibe, but we blessing you with some of the best in the whole world. This is boutique cannabis at its finest. <laughs> Ooh, Welcome to Brickle. Talk Welcome to Viola. This is a tsunami. This is a tsunami. <laughs> I like that. So me and my son about myself. to go crazy. Me, me and Prem about to go crazy. Al, I told you, marketing. Yo, yeah, niggas is going nuts with the marketing, man. And, and the product matches the packaging. Bro, I was just about to, hold on. Bro, the real a, wolf, baby. Listen, I was just about to. Matches yeah. the packaging, dog. Listen. Yeah, okay. This, this ain't no, you know what I mean? This, this is one of the ones I can smell it. It's the real. And it's the V12. It's the V12. It smells delicious. The real one. That's what we smoking on. That's Ooh. what you rolled up right there, right? <laughs> yes, sir. I'm about to fire this thing up. Hey, tsunami o'clock. Yo, hey, bro, listen. Tsunami o'clock. Yeah, bro. Tsunami o'clock. Uh-huh. Talk this that talk, it. Primo. Welcome to the hottest podcast in the city. Come on. You already good. know. Smoke with me podcast, man. Yeah. Viola, mm-hmm. Primo, Tsunami, ride Work the wave, with. or get rolled over. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what though? You know what? You know you know what? I'm I'm glad you brought him on here because it makes another point that I wanted to say, man. What's that? Is that, you know, um I like how you reach back. Like, you know, uh Viola is a company that, you know what I mean, you, you guys are in the headlines all the time. Right. You know what I mean? You are, you know, one of the top cannabis companies, but I like the fact that you reach back to brands because you know, believe it or not, all the hottest brands start in the street. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. a, that's that's a message that's to a all you fact. corporate companies trying to get into cannabis. And that's a fact. You need brands like us. Fact. You need brands we are like the brands. us. <laughs> exactly. We that's are a brand. fact. So all the hottest yeah. brands start in the street. So I like the fact that you know, you still come into the market and can re- can and, and understand the value of of brands like like his brand, man, and take them to the next level and, and provide that provide that platform. For brothers to really be able to jump oh, off. But you know what makes it easy for me? They bosses. Facts. Yeah. 
They bosses. Right. How you don't want to work with another boss? Right. It's real shit. Unless you're just a weirdo. Unless you're a weirdo. Unless you're a weirdo. They bosses. So right. it's, a, it's easy. This this is easy. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you, bro, he said, wait till I come back with, he ain't send me something to prove it, what you think about this. Right. That's it. All he did was encapsulate everything he's seen from together. the brand and look what he did. Mm-hmm. Culture, yeah. man. This is the, the culture. culture. This is the culture. Right. Right. Without it, this, this is the culture. This podcast, that's why we call this a, a cannabis and culture podcast. Yep. This shit is, is, is the culture, bro. Yep. Y'all are the culture, man. We are the culture. Facts. This is crazy. Love man, did, you twisted this already, bro? I got it. I got, oh, he's, he's doing that. I think he got something going Which on. Which one you rolled up? Oh, mm. I need to. Yeah, I need to get shit. on the wave, man. Shit, there you go. I need to that. get on the wave. Oh. Now, what you got coming up next with Viola, man? Like anything that you could tell us that's, you know, that you that you about, that y'all about to do? Or yeah, anything? something I'm excited about, bro. We about to get into the edible game. Ooh, nice. So what I did? Edibles was, go do numbers. Yeah, we are gonna get in the edible and the vape game, but I'm excited about the edibles, bro. Right. I got one flavor that I can't talk about just because I don't want nobody bite. When when, when you coming out with this? Um, shit. Hey, so three weeks? Yeah, about three weeks. All right, I'm going to wait still. I'm going to wait. Yeah. Yeah, I got this one little edible I got coming. It's going to be crazy, but y'all look out for it. Look, I think it's a game changer. But on the edible side, for real, thought the gummies is always a lane. Yeah. It's so many people that now, more and more I talk to, are always asking me for edibles. Right, They're right. like, I don't really smoke or whatever. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe we should look at this. So obviously, always going back to my grandmother. Like everything we do with the brand, I come like it's my grandmother. Not right. everybody can consume it in, in a joint or a blunt or a bomb. Yeah, edibles ways. is is are digestible. You yep. know what I mean? It's it's everybody's and palate. You get fast acting with certain different terpenes that you can add back yep. to it, bro. It's medicine. It's better than the pharmaceutical shit. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. You know. But with these edibles, um, we focused on Kool Aid. Flavors. Okay. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So my grandmother, she used yeah, to whip up the crazy. That crazy red, huh? She had that red, huh? <laughs> so when your whole face <laughs> to the bottom of your nose be red. So, 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 you know, your nose, that shit was like paint. Right. <laughs> Ronald McDonald's face. just paint. stained on you, too. Bro, she used to hook up the crazy Kool-Aid. So I was like, bro, I got to go and recreate Kool-Aid flavors. Right, that's hard. And once again, like, if you look like us, you know what Kool-Aid is. Yeah, that yeah. Taste, right. You know what I'm Facts. saying? Facts. A little sweet, too. You right. know what I'm saying? So yeah. excited about that, bro. We launching them uh, over the holidays for, like, Christmas holiday. So just excited to get that out. Nice. Right? Just as a new product, not, yeah. you know, because we always focus on always being able to have to inhale and smoke it. Right. So just excited about that, bro. And then we got new states we rolling out into. So we about to um, open up two stores in Missouri. Nice. Um, uh, probably February. Mm-hmm. Um, we opened up two stores in Chicago. That'll probably be this summer. Okay. Uh, we got, uh, what else we open up stores? We, we launching, oh, Maryland. Maryland. We got one store in Maryland. And then we taking the brand to New Jersey, New York, Maryland, Missouri, Arizona, and Nevada. Nevada, yeah, we nice. got some Nevada, and we got to get in. Nevada goes crazy. Oh, you gotta be, yeah, yeah, and, and New Jersey, you yeah, know, in all the right, you in all the right spots. Yeah, the East Coast, you know, it's, you know, you want to get an education to the people, right? It's right. Like the West Side is, you know, is very competitive. Um, the plan has somewhat been a little commoditized, a little bit, so it's just a lot tougher to make money on this side. Right. This Cali market is rough right it's now, rough. man. It's so it's rough. hard on the pimp right yeah, now, it's man. Hard, bro. It's but hard. if you but if you make it through this, you're gonna be you're gonna be a household name. Yes, good. sir. If you're a California brand and you make it through this, man, and that shout out to all my farms, shout out to all my cultivations, all mm-hmm. my growers, all Small my brands. Farmers. It's 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 
it's tough right now, but stay strong, my friend. It's winter. Stay strong. As they say, it's winter. But on the East Coast, it's sweet a little yeah, bit. No, right. I'm talking about. No, it is. For sure. <laughs> it is. So, yeah, getting on the East Coast, uh, we feel like, yeah, I'm from Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got all so kinds of gotta, You got to do there, something so in Jersey. got to get home. Gotta you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, you know, that's it. Um, other than that, you know, trying to do a little bit more content. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe do a little show of our own or something. You know what I'm like saying? Like a concert like, series or something? Yeah, or maybe day in the life kind of thing. But you nice, know what I'm saying? Right. But we're just trying to figure it out. What's the best way, in, you know, something to be most interesting that people want to watch? Right. Um, so, you know, that's it, bro. Just, just really just trying to continue to grow the brand. Uh, excited, like I said, about a lot of these collaborations. Yeah. So this is going to be a 2023. I know it's going to be tough mm-hmm. out there, as they say. So we're setting it up for to be that. But I feel like we can still bring a little bit of joy to people. Right. You know what I'm saying? For With sure. the plant. Right. For you sure. know what I'm saying? So this, how, how can we do that? Edibles, right. whatever the fuck. Like, let's just get it out there. Right. And you got to you gotta kind of like, um, you know, look at the fact that you got a good support group too. Like a lot of people support you. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? The uh, culture, yeah. uh, hip hop community, like they really support, you know, they not, ain't nobody, like, well at least this to me doesn't feel like nobody's hating as far as, right. you know, culturally it's like the brand is out there and people rocking with it, they shot it out. Right. You know what I'm saying? It got good quality brands. Like again, the marketing, I can always keep saying the marketing because shit, look at it, you feel me? And um, I ain't gonna front, bro. Like. You on top of this shit, bro. Like, I, and I'm, 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 I'm happy of African American is on top of it, like you. Nah, thank you, my bro. I really yeah. appreciate that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, the support is definitely real. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I always get love because I always give love. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm always approachable. Like I'm always gonna say hi. It costs me nothing to say hi to somebody, bro. Right. It costs me nothing. <laughs> But <laughs> a half a second of my life, you know what I'm saying? Facts. So just try to make every like I said, community, 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 foster community, build community, build. As we keep building these communities amongst us brothers and making and growing, 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 we're gonna change our narrative. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's that, that got always gotta be our mindset. And it's always it's not about being shooting from number twenty to number one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it take time, bro. Just next time I see y'all, if I was twenty, the next time I see y'all I'm be seventeen. Right. Yeah. And next time I'll see you out there, that'll be 10. Right, yeah. facts. Just got to just keep pushing. Keep pushing, keep pushing, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm keep saying? Pushing. That's, like I said, for real, bro. That's what I'm on. So so it's one more thing I wanted to ask you about, too, man. Um, the uh, Black Power family, family Project. Mm. You still working on that project? Yeah, we're still working on that. We actually okay. going to do something during Art Basel. Okay. We're going to have, like, our little first Miami meeting. Art Basel? In Miami, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're trying right. our first little, like, get-together, just okay. everybody in the same room. But, yeah, that's important just because, once again, you know, we all got special skill sets. We all got different relationships. So yeah. what if we put all that shit together? Right. There's no competition amongst us. Facts. Yeah. There's none. Bro, there's none. Yeah. If you like his niche a little bit more than mine, it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's still all no competition. The same. No it's competition. All we all here. Coming, and especially yeah. if we working together. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're we figuring out yeah. how to push and make this shit better. And that's all. that was my goal of that, was just, like, trying to get the bosses of yeah. cannabis in a room. Yeah. Right. In, yeah. in a room with no ego, no nothing. Yeah. Like, this ain't about, this is about, like, how can we work together? How can we make the industry better we, for we, us? We worth more all together than separate. Facts. So you put all our brands together and take it to a company. Ah, right, yeah, we need bees. Yeah, exactly. A lot of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, to your point, if I take my one little brand, ah, right, yours 50, and yeah. this is 25, mm-hmm. and we put them all together, like, you know, it's more of a premium. Hell yeah. We, we didn't, we're not giving you one brand. We're yeah. giving you a shelf. Exactly. exactly. Shelf. Whole, whole rack. Market share. Shelf. Whole market share. <laughs> so uh-huh. what, what is that worth to y'all? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, but well, we're going to get there, bro. Yeah. That's, we're going to get there. Most yeah. definitely. It's just in time. Most definitely. 
Well, shit, is it any other projects you want to tell everybody about, man, that um, anything else uh, that you would like to promote on the show as far as uh, what you're working on now, what you're working on next? Give everybody all the social media that they can follow. Yep. All right, yeah, so it's uh, at Viola, uh, V-I-O-L-A, uh, at Al Harrington 3. That's our main, you know, Instagram stuff. Um, let me see. Anything Brickle, else? Shot, yeah, what's the Brickle Boys? The Brickle Boys, that's right. Brickle. The, real, the real Brickle Boys. At the real Brickle Boys. At the real Brickle Boys. At the real ATM Boys. Follow them, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just um, I got Harrington Institute, you know, so okay. that's something that's very important to me with uh, education. Right. I always feel like the real reason why we miss out on opportunities is because we're never educated. Right. You know what I'm saying? thousand percent. Like I, I tell people all the time, bro, like with real estate, like once I figured out real estate, you realize it's really not that hard, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of just having a little bit of vision and foresight. I'm from Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. Where I lived at after my first, after my uh, rookie year was in Jersey City, New Jersey. And I used to drive past abandoned buildings on the water every day right. for like two, three years. Right. I mean, I already saved a couple million dollars, whatever. If I would have known, like, that was even right. available, or like, that Shit. was like, imagine how I bought a little piece of that property right there on the water. Right. That little hundred day or a hundred a thousand or three hundred thousand. They built return. a hotel or some shit on. That's what they've done. Right. That whole area. I like Jersey, Jersey City's got more room. I like I like staying in Jersey City. Bro, I used to drive past that shit abandoned <laughs> every but day. But that's part of the financial years. literacy that I think that our people now are getting more educated on. Yeah. Right. You got play you got networks like Earn Your Leisure, you got yeah, Wall Street exactly. Trappers and all these different platforms that are, are really educating our people on financial literacy but you're right man like real estate is is definitely the move yes, man. i'm trying mm-hmm. to i try to i yep. realize that and i'm like with the education of cannabis i just feel like you know the cannabis industry can't be all it can be until we're really involved and we have a right. real stake in it yeah. right so a lot of our people are still traumatized from the stigma right. they just are yeah. bro like i still go to people I'm like no don't smoke right there I'm like bro you still like <laughs> still <laughs> tripping over right. weed, man. <laughs> but i get it it's just yeah. if they it's ingrained, ingrained so in because of sure. that right. we don't try to take advantage of that opportunity or, or like realize that like these jobs are going to be like crazy ass like if you learn it in a cannabis space right now mm-hmm. five years now ten years now you're going to be an expert, right? Where you're going to be able to command a certain level yeah. of pay that's going to be like really significant. Yeah. But you got to get in now. You got to get, get your in. feet in. You got right. to see what's going. You got to see what's going. Exactly. Put the work in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm. That's what my goal of the the, the the institute is. Is just give people a baseline of information. You know what I'm saying? So in each vertical of the space, so we cover everything from media to you know cultivation, everything. Right. Just so people can like, okay, all right. I might want to try that first. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the goal of that. And, you know, that's something that I'm really, really proud of. And, you know, like I said, just keep trying to bring us into the game. You're talking about real estate. You know what you didn't mention is the hemp creep. You're still doing the hemp Oh, creep. yeah. So, yeah. Jarrell, oh, man, I forgot. Man, he'd kill me if I forgot about him. <laughs> man, Jarrell Howard, Gold Standard Farms. You know, that was my first incubator. You know what I'm saying? Word. Quick story of this brother, man. Family owned this property since, well, almost 80 years. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Almost like eighty years now. Um, he had these. He has a, a board of governors on his on the property, right? Because right. the property has to stay within the family and the bloodline. Uh-huh. So he had to convince them to change it to cannabis, and they were like, "Hell no!" Blah 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 blah. So they shows them a, a, one of my interviews, right? And they was like, "Oh, his grandmother and all that." So they opened. They was like, "Well, if you bring him here, we'll consider it." Oh, dope. So it took him two years to finally get a hold of me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Bought me out. I, I, I came out. 
visited the farm. His aunts were all in the house. Nobody ever came out. They were like looking through the shed. They yeah. come out just thinking, you know, so I tore it and I decided to work with him. And, you know, just watching that business, you know, over this, over like a 40 year span, like the farm has done like almost like $900,000 in revenue. Word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To where one year <laughs> planting of hemp, he did 3.6 million. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So, so, I mean, you know what? I know what the product is, but can you just explain the Hemp Creek product yeah, to so them? Yeah, so the we talking like they know. Got it, got it, right. Yeah. So so Hemp Creek is pretty much a way for us to be able to start to build, um, you know, naturally without continuing to have to cut down our trees and stuff like that. Um, cannabis is, uh, you know, it will Hemp Creek, when it's processed, it's like fire resistant, water resistant, bug resistant. Like literally we can build up to three-story homes on these on these blocks and they look just like cement blocks. Right. And it was even cooler about them. You can put them together like Legos. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So you can literally build a home in two days. Right. You know, so you can build a 1500 square I think I've seen something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I have seen something like so that. So that's what it is, bro. Um, like I said, Jarrell Howard was able to go find us a great partnership um, that's exclusive to us in the United States right now. And, you know, we are raising some funds for that. But, you know, we feel like we could actually now rebuild the hood for real. You know, people yeah. always say that you can mm -hmm. rebuild the hood. But we really feel like we can use cannabis and really rebuild our community and just really excited about the Hemp Creek. How can they get involved in a Hemp Creek project? Um, so follow, you know, at Gold Standard Farms. And uh, we always got information on there okay. or whatever. So just reach out to that or go to the website, uh, which is the same thing, .com. And, uh, you know, go from there. Nice. Cool. Nice. I'm glad we I'm glad we brought that up, man, because that hemp and that hemp creed is is a new it's gonna be a new avenue. I know they're using hemp in the in those uh BMWs, I think it is, on the dashboard. Mm -hmm. So hemp is definitely uh definitely another avenue. Yes, sir. Uh yo, Al man, look, man. We like I always said, like I said earlier, man, because I'm high as hell. <laughs> I know you high as a motherfucker. I'm high as shit. I know that this light skinned nigga is high I, as well. I just, I just hit the tsunami, man. Hold on, let me. I'm trying to. That's just nice. Hold on. Okay, okay, hold on. Before I say what I'm going to say, hold on one second. Let me hit that, man. You want to try the tsunami? <laughs> Hell yeah. Shit. Come on. Man, you can't ride this wave. Come man. on, bro. You going to do me like I'm trying that? Trying to ride my wave? Shit. Come on, bro. Hit this motherfucker. Just hold on. One second. Smoke break. One. Hold on. Smoke break. Another smoke break. All right. Is that a record? That's like three or four. How many y'all know? You know what I mean? Man, we, this is the most priced, most smoke breaks, bro. I ain't going to front. Real talk, this is probably the most. Hold on, damn, hold on. It's hidden. Thing hidden. Wonder Boy rolled that thing nice. Big shout out to Wonder Boy. Shout out Wonder Boy, baby. Yo, this tsunami yeah, right here. Team. Uh oh, give it to him, man. Talk that talk. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> He used to be on them jet skis, man. This is a even, yacht. Hold on, I can't even. He used to be on them jet skis. This is a yacht. He leveled up. He leveled all, up. All I'm going to say is not, it's powerful, boy. Pause. I just, I'm just going to say this. You know what I'm saying? This this, this, this tsunami is, is fire. Like, tsunami boys. Real talk. Tsunami boys. But now, yo, Al, man, I appreciate you coming on this show, man. You know, like I told you earlier, we in the beginning stages. We growing. And having somebody like you on this show means a lot to us, bro. Like real yeah, talk. For sure, that's love. I appreciate y'all. Feel man. me? Like this is anytime, real love, bro. You know, bro. it's the first one. So when your shit like go crazy, crazy, y'all yeah. better bring me right back. Most on. definitely, bro. Yo, Al, <laughs> anytime, <laughs> like that, my like, oh, Anytime, bro. They're started, they're gonna forget that. Like, man, you seen Al call? Bro, real talk, bro. You seen Al call? I think Al calling again. Al, let's do it, baby. And you know, as you as you guys, you know, build your 
your products or whatever. If yeah, you any got new, new drops, man. Any, bring any all new in drops, the drops. Yeah, on, like for sure. let us know. You know what I'm saying? We that's what that's what our platform's here to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we here to promote. You know, so our brands as well. You feel me? So just let that. us know. Yeah, like, anytime, yeah, bro. I keep you laced. Yeah. So y'all know what it is, your boy DJ Infamous. Talk to me. Nah, this is Smoke with Me and my light skinned partner. <laughs> Wolf of Reed Street, man. Back on y'all. Billy D, and we out of here. Let's get it. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network. Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.